All right, welcome to uh, Am Writing Fantasy, and today we are going to talk a bit about chapter structure, or maybe you want to call it scene structure. In this case, we are talking about the same thing, but how do you create an engaging chapter? If you're a fantasy author, then you've come to the right place. My name is Autumn, and together with Jesper, we've published more than 20 novels. Our aim is to use our experience to help you writing, marketing, and selling books to fans all over the world. So we have, of course, a quick status update on how we're doing, and we still have so many irons in the fire, but it is coming along well. First up is the world building course, and we're definitely making progress. I know Jesper's been really busy recording, and I'm still working on a few back-end things. He's beating me this time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that will change because I have a, like a humongous module coming up in, in the near future here, so I'm not going to be done very quickly with that. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, at least uh, I'm glad we're not we're competitive, but not super competitive with each other. We just keep each other going, and that's important. But um, I think I'm going to beat you eventually on this, but I'm not that worried. I'll catch up. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I mean, the the, the more the, the more that you beat me, so to speak, the quicker we'll be we'll have it done. So so that's good. But yeah. it is the yeah. I I, I don't think there's a reason to keep beating that one. But <laughs> but it is a lot of work, like we we've talked about before. So so yeah. yeah. There'll still be enough work for at least to carry us into the fall, and then we'll see Absolutely. how it goes. Absolutely, and there's still the back end. Um, to build a website, so we'll get there eventually. And of course, we have our books that we're working on, the plotting book. Uh, we have an audio in audio release coming up, so we've got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and actually, uh, in, in that way, um, today's uh, topic here is, is sort of um, coming from the book, uh, I guess I could say, uh, because we have a uh, well, in a in a plotting book, you you sort of need a chapter about how to plot a chapter as well. <laughs> so, uh, what uh, we have uh, actually in the book, we have uh, five steps that we believe and feel should make up a chapter to make it a good chapter. Uh, and basically, what we thought to do here today was uh, to give you those five steps uh, and talk a bit about our thoughts on on what those five steps contain and and why why it has been built the way that it has. Absolutely. It kind of is a sneak peek at what is coming and what we've been working on in a much bigger way than us just telling you, hey, we're working on a book. So I think we should definitely dive in with our five steps. The first step is uh, what we call a character goal. And by character goal, we mean that in every chapter, the character should have a goal on what it is that he or she wants to achieve. Because if there is no goal in the chapter, there is also no momentum because we have no clue what the character is doing or why. I think the interesting thing about this is you might be thinking as an author, well, what if my character doesn't find out through like halfway through the book or halfway through the chapter, I should say, what they want to, what is going to be the purpose of it? So how do you set up, you know, a chapter where the character gets the important phone call, say, halfway through you know, it's not the first sentence. I mean, it's always nice to start with action, but what if that just doesn't work for this chapter? Because that doesn't always happen. So there's got to be a way to have a lead-in. Like, you still need to start with action. You can have the character doing something else 
that's also important. This is like uh, sort of like a little mini story that happens before the really big reveal of what's going to happen in this chapter. So always make sure you start with some sort of purpose, even if it's a smaller one. That way you get the action going and you don't leave the reader scratching their head going, please just let something happen right now. I'm so bored. <laughs> yeah, and I think one of the points that we're making in the book about character goal is that the chapter doesn't really start until point number two, which we're going to come to in a second. So, so the character goal is more like you as the author needs to know what it is that the character want in the scene. Because if you don't know that, it is very hard to convey to the reader as well that, that this character is trying to do this or that. Maybe he or she is trying to uh, looking for a, an object, or they are trying to find some information about something. You know, it can be a ton of things. It could also be that they're trying to avoid getting physical or mentally harmed, or I don't know. It could, it could be a ton of things, and it could also be, which we're going to come back to a bit later here. But it could also be that the character starts out wanting one thing, and then later in the chapter they want something else. That could also be, but but. Just the fact that you know what it is the character wants and what they are trying to achieve is what makes the difference. But the chapter itself, in the way of thinking what is actually happening, doesn't really start until our point number two, which is the hook. That's right. The hook is very important. This is what's going to keep the reader reading the next paragraph. So you think the hook, obviously when you write the first sentence of your novel, the first page, it's got to be a hook. It's got to grab the reader. Well, the bad news is every chapter should have at least a small kind of hook, the same type that draws the reader in. So they're reading the next sentence, the next sentence, the next sentence. So the first part of your chapter is always the hook. And that is where we talk about action. Or if it's dialogue, you know, the character walks into a new room, they should walk into the middle of a conversation. It's more engaging if you're trying to figure out what's going on that you've already cut through the chase and the important thing is you're not rehashing what just happened in the previous chapter. You know, hopefully the reader just read that. They just flipped to the page and they wanted to start the next chapter. You don't want to start resharing the same information unless there's a huge point of view change, a huge time gap, something like that. Otherwise, get right into it. One of the probably key words here is, is curiosity. Uh, and by that I mean that if you can sort of wake a curiosity in the reader about that they want to know, oh, okay, this, this seems interesting, what's going on and what's going to happen? So, so if you can achieve that with your hook, uh, then you're definitely on the right path. Definitely. And that's um, really the whole point of the novel. It's until the reader is so invested in the character that they're going to read anything because they love it, which might not happen. It might. Hopefully it does. Curiosity is what you want to use to draw them in. So that's really important in the earlier chapters of the novel. But with any chapter, if you want them to do a, if you want to write a page turner, if you want to write something that someone said, I stayed up till 5am, even though I go to work at seven, because I couldn't put it down. That's really the key is keeping them curious to find out what happens next. And so that is how you develop your hook. And again, you should start it with action with dialogue with something going on even if it's not the immediate point of the chapter not the immediate goal of the character but just so something is moving and happening and engaging all right and uh, then after the hook then we have conflict and dilemma which is our step number three and of course now we've sort of caught the reader's attention and they they are hooked on 
what's going to happen. And, and I don't know, maybe, maybe it also depends on how you look at it. But at least for me, uh, even though it's fantasy and sometimes, at least from a classic fantasy point of view, many fantasy books reads a bit slow <laughs> and a bit like, uh, okay, okay, that, then we need to hear about the forest and then there was those tents over there that gets described in painful detail and so forth and so forth. But, but the, the five-point structure that, that we have built here is more or less sort of almost like a thriller pacing. You know, we want this sort of twist uh, or turn the pages and I want to see what's happening next. Even though it's a fantasy novel, I see absolutely no reason why it shouldn't be a page turner and, and that you really want to flip through it and, and see what happens. So, so when we then get into conflict and dilemma, that's where we try to build up the tension. Absolutely. And that could be, of course, action. And I agree. I mean, fantasy, I mean, there are fight scenes, but there's no reason this is not something that you're just like whipping through. I love it when I hear like a reader went through 500 pages overnight. I mean, that's just... Maybe I like torturing people. Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> but so, action, that's obviously the first thing when you think of with, uh, something that's conflict and dilemma. So, you know, there could be sword fighting, there could be chase scenes, there could be any of that. The character might not be in a life and death situa situation, but something should be happening. So your hook has built to this much higher point where it's no longer curiosity, but like, oh my goodness, what's happening? But... That's not the only type of conflict we're talking about here. No, well, the, the thing is with, with conflict is that um, mm -hmm. there is a bit of cheating going on that we need to be mindful about as, as, as the writer, uh, that, that, we, that we don't cheat. And what I mean, that sounded a bit cryptic, but what I, meant, what, what I mean by that is basically, so you could say, okay, how do I make tension? Okay, I'll have something blow up or a dragon just appear and, and put the town on fire. We just talked about Game of Thrones before recording here, so that's why that example came up into my mind. But uh, maybe a dragon just showed up and, uh, and burned the entire city down or something, you know? Well, that's, that's all, all well and good, and of course that is tension. Uh, I mean, something is happening, but the, the caveat here is that it's cheating, because the tension and the, con the conflict and the dilemma you need to build has to be built on basis of the character goal. So it has to be something that stands in the way of the character reaching their goal. Because only then is it a true conflict and dilemma for the character in the scene. It's fine that somebody attacked the city over there and that's very exciting and of course that's, well, a bit worrying. But if this character is not even going there and, he does, and he's supposed to do something completely different over there instead, uh, in, the, in the opposite direction, that, well, maybe if he's a good-hearted person, he would probably be a bit worried about those people over there, but it doesn't stop the character in achieving him or her, her goal. And if it doesn't, then it's not a conflict and it's not a dilemma. Exactly. That is really the point. So if the dragon does show up, it's got to stop the character from reaching the next step that is going to be moving the whole plot of the book forward or at least showing something really important to this novel it can't just be something from left field that causes them to completely divert and lose the goal unless of course the character the chapter goal does change uh, that could be an interesting twist but it has to be done on purpose not just because you felt like draw, writing in a dragon which is really cool I admit but it can't be the only reason the dragon showed up 
<laughs> we we are, can almost always find a reason to put a dragon in somewhere, right? I mean, that's just it has to be there. It's, just, it's not the same without a dragon. Absolutely, you can see where this is going. There's going to be dragons through all of our books. Yeah, all examples are with dragons. Something to do with dragons. That every every single example. Well, I was going to say, I think there's yes, there's one in the um, I'm writing fantasy logo. So big surprise. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Okay, so if I'm trying to uh, put this uh, train wreck back on track here. So, so we have a uh, character goal number one, yes. the hook number two, conflict and dilemma is number three. So those are the first three stepping stones to build a, a, a good chapter. And then after conflict and dilemma, number four that we're going to get is then reaction and decision. And when we are talking about reaction and decision, it is incredibly easy for us as writers to sort of default into thinking, okay, so I just put a conflict and, and, and create a dilemma that's standing in the way of the character's goal. So I guess the most obvious thing to do is that when I'm dealing with reaction and decision is that just that the character will find some way to deal with this conflict and dilemma that is now in their way of achieving their goal. Which is true, and, and, and of course the character should be doing that in, in step number four. They should be thinking about how can I overcome this challenge that is now standing in, in my way? How can I find a new solution? But I think an element that is very often overlooked is that the character will also have an emotional reaction to what just happened. It's going to frustrate them or make them sad or I don't know what, but, but it's going to generate some sort of emotional reaction within the character. And, I, and it's so easy to sort of forget about that in, in, in writing about how, oh, then he makes this new plan and he's just going to do this and that, blah, blah, blah. It's, that emotional impact is very, very, very important because it also shows characterization to the reader and, and they understand where the character is coming from and, and they get a deeper feeling for the character. But all that said, I also have to say, on the other hand, you need to be careful not to overdoing that emotional reaction because if you do, the character can sort of end up, let's say he's sad about what happened or something, he can get a, he can come across like that he's sort of feeling sorry for himself, which if you do that just like twice in a novel, I'm pretty sure the reader will think that, oh, he's a wuss, I don't want to read about him. Give them the emotional impact, but but sort of, pack it into all the other stuff that is happening and, and just sort of hint at it a bit without going too much into detail about how sad he is about this and that and now it reminds him of how he lost his father that he, when he was five years old and blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah, that's not going to work. No, I think that's why I have all my uh, female characters get angry when something gets in their way because they're all kind of fiery charged take on so that is the other thing just because you have you want to include that emotional reaction because i agree this is this is what will make the reader start really relating and caring because maybe they've never had a dragon land in front of them that really pissed them off but they've had something that stopped them and got in their way and they wanted to get around it through it over it they understand that emotion and so this is how you get the reader to relate to the character but again, don't go over the top. You don't want to have drama, drama queens, you know, stubbing their toe and crying um, a river. This is not the type of emotional reaction, but anger, something there that they also have to deal with as well as getting through the dilemma, making a decision, 
and deciding how they're going to conquer and achieve their goal despite this big setback. So you can tell this has gone from, you know, a hook that gets them reading curiously to achieve this goal, something that happens, a conflict, which is exciting, it's inching up the tension. We've gone to now reaction, which is more emotional as well as maybe mental, maybe physical, maybe they have to solve an actual problem. But it's kind of really getting inside the The reader is like starting to really just like get excited as well as feel this. These are all really good things that you want to see happening because that all leads up to step five. Yeah, <laughs> and now we have the disaster. So, so in in um, in step four, we we put emphasis on showing that the character is proactive because that then that sort of leads them into to the disaster, which is our step number five. Maybe coming back to the thriller uh, example here, you know that. Ending the chapters with cliffhangers is a really, really good thing. You know, so, uh, something, it, do, it does not mean that you have to end chapters with, uh, again, things blowing up or dragons appears out of nowhere and every, you know, all that stuff. It, it doesn't have to be that. It can also just be that a very interesting question is opened. You know, something is all of a sudden in doubt that, well, okay, I thought this guy uh, was doing A, but maybe he is not doing A. Maybe he has a ulterior motive or, or something, you know, there, there can be many subtle ways to do a cliffhanger whereby the reader is, is just ending up in a situation where they think, what's going to happen now? Because that's where we want to leave them at the end of the chapter so that they are, are, are in bed like at 10 o'clock in the evening and actually they want to go to sleep, but you're going to rob them of their sleep because they're going to say, ah, just one more chapter. And that's where we want them. That is, we're going to just draw them into the end of the next chapter. They're going to keep going. But this is definitely, it doesn't always have to be a life and death peril, but that is an awesome cliffhanger where you want to flip the page to see if the character survives. But they could come up with new information, which is always interesting, or find out something was betrayed or just something else that they weren't really expecting. And then you have the character reacting. You want to know how they're going to deal with it. You could have that asking a big question or trying to find the results to something and the answer again is in the next chapter you just kind of want to split it so that they have to find out what happens next to turn the page so yeah just like every chapter is going to have a hook just like the beginning of the book well every chapter is also going to have a little bit of an ending that makes you want to turn the page makes the reader want to turn the page i always say end the chapter with as much enthusiasm that you want to keep writing the next chapter that's going to be what's going to draw the reader into wanting to at least go to the next sentence, which is going to make them curious because it's going to be a hook. You're going to start the cycle all over again. And the next thing they know, it is five in the morning and they haven't slept a wink. But they finished your book and hopefully will really re hopefully leave a really good review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but that's, that's the neat thing uh, with these five steps is that, that one sort of leads to the other. And once you get to number five, your disaster is automatically going to give you the next character goal. So now this happened and now there's a new goal because the character then wants to achieve something and you can sort of repeat the whole cycle again and you sort of repeat those cycles throughout, right? And every chapter builds on the one that came before it and, and you just, um, yeah, you, you go, go like that. Uh, I, I would say though that this, this was sort of the breakdown of the chapter level uh, in the How to Plot a Novel book that we're going to release later this year. There is like whole sections of, uh, that, that sort of breaks down the entire novel into some pillars that where, where different things need to happen. These five steps might, might sound sort of like a very um, 
organic pantser way of writing, you know, okay, so I'll just take those five steps, run them through, and the next chapter, next chapter, next chapter, and so forth, and then I have a novel. But yeah, I, I'm just putting that caveat out there because there's actually a lot more plotting behind the scenes here on in terms of building up the structure that these that these chapters sits inside. Uh, but that's way too much detail to get into here now. But at least on a on a chapter level, if you are finding it challenging to write chapters or scenes that feels engaging and feels exciting, uh, then try out these five steps. So step number one, character goal. Step number two, the hook. Step number three, conflict and dilemma. Step number four, reaction and decision. And step number five, the disaster. And I can almost guarantee you just putting these five steps into your mind and thinking about them will generate a better chapter. It will. You will find that it'll help the pace of your novel, the reading. And yes, there's a lot more to an entire novel than this, but this is a great way of setting up a chapter so that you create that engaging feeling that you draw the reader in and they keep reading and they don't put it down. This is a good stepping stone that'll get you started. And it'll get you, even when it's a small chapter and more of an intro versus the climax, which obviously this is going to be easy to use the climax, it'll get you going with every chapter and make it just a little bit more engaging. And that'll really help you along. Exactly. And maybe we should uh, mention, because at the point of recording this, the, um, that plotting book is, is not edited yet. It's not out yet. But uh, if you think that you might be interested in it, then I would go on to amwritingfantasy.com and uh, just sign up for, you, you can download one of our freebies that are on the page there, or if you go to the blog section, there's also a, um, a sign-up place there where you, where you can put in your email address. Uh, but I'm mentioning that just because if you do give us your email address via one of those sign-up forms, you will be on our list and you will automatically get notified at the point in time when we release the books and then, then you can pick it up. So if you're worried about sort of forgetting about it by the time that it comes out, because it will be several months from now, sign up for the email list via amwritingfantasy.com and we will let you know. At least the good point is it's written. We're just editing it. So we're pretty much all the way there. We'll get there very soon. And I think if we wanted to, we could probably push it out in a month or so. But the, but the one thing, just like the small thing that there is about it, is that we want to include an example outline as well mm -hmm. to show from start to finish what does it look like when you apply all the sort of the teachings that are in this step-by-step -step guide. We want to then apply that on our first book one in our new series so that you can basically download the plot and see what it looks like when, when, with all the sort of uh, mechanicals behind the scenes plotting structure in place um, to use as inspiration, but also to sort of deepen the learning experience. Uh, but we're not gonna develop that plot until our world building is done. And as I've just said in the beginning of the video, that won't be built on, done until the fall, I think. So that also means that it's several months away before we'll start plotting the book, which means that we can't finish the book and release it until that is done. So yeah, essentially the book is done, but it's not gonna be released anytime soon. Unless we figure out time travel, but yeah, probably it's gonna yeah, be so late. I'm working on that, uh, it's pretty hard. Yeah, we'll get That's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is there anything else we need to share, Autumn? No, I think we are all set. So good luck with your plotting. Leave comments to let us know how your chapters are going. We want to hear if this helped you. Excellent. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye.